Welcome to the Wisdom for Warriors podcast. On this episode, I'm joined by my buddy, Jerry. He's a traveling man. All right, welcome back. I'm here with my buddy, Jared. Um, how long have we known each other now? Going two years. I'll say around two yeah, years. two years. Um, we'll get into getting into that a little bit here in a minute, but before we do that, go ahead and uh, just let everybody know like who you are, all the things you do, just a little quick bio. Yeah. Uh, Jared Velasco, um, man of traveling superintendent. So I travel around the United States building projects to whatever the company wants me to go build. So uh, done construction my whole life. So this is my, this is my uh, hideout. This is where I'm happy. And this is where I run when, uh, when things fall apart. So that's, that's what I do. Yeah. You do a lot more than that, but you're <laughs> just being, uh, being humble about it. But um, <clears throat> yeah, we, I don't even know if we actually knew each other before, uh, I came by to help you out. No, <laughs> um, no you didn't. You were, you were going through a divorce. <clears throat> yeah. Um, pretty, pretty nasty, pretty nasty thing going on. And you, you know, we we had the men's group call come over there, and mm-hmm. it, we were trying to pack up, and throw out, you know, multiple connexes and big shop, and uh, you got the truck and the tools. Yeah, as as much as we could get <laughs> uh, before the, yeah. Uh, before the ex got home and uh, started shooting at us or something. No, but um, yeah, I that was a rough time for you. Yeah. Um, you want to talk about that a little yeah. bit? Yeah. Because uh, I know we can go into it. <clears throat> it was a it was a one of the things that I realized, and you know, you go through these things for. Uh, you go through some of these things for to grow and I can look at it now is the growth that's come out and what God's done in my life through going through this. And, uh, I was in a comfort zone is what I look at it now. Uh, comfort zone, uh, that, uh, I felt comfortable in that relationship and I felt good in that relationship, but looking at it, realizing now that God had a bigger purpose. Yeah. And, uh, and as just a support group, you know, I was freshly about, I was, I was here about two years, uh, here in Arkansas and we moved here from Colorado to, uh, to, uh, kind of start and to, uh, start the relationship, uh, as us together and, uh, things didn't work out. So it didn't work out, but I look at it now. It was, it was a blessing through all that. I, I got to learn. It's uh, God's moved me into so many different avenues now that it's a blessing and looking at the stuff that we go through these things because God wants to, to move you to a different position or to help you grow. So I feel like when these guys saw me, I was, I was broke, broke, uh, something I, I, back then I could say, I didn't sign up for this, but you do sign up for this, but we just don't know that God's plan. Mm-hmm. And that was, uh, was a, you guys picked me up and you, guess what? God put all the guys around me, you know, even to, uh, before I even got anything started, I had a police officer give me his, uh, his card and says, if anything happens, you call me. Yeah. 
And uh, I ended up moving in. I lived with him for three months, went through the divorce. And I can say God was through all this. He was there. Yeah. Uh, even to build relationships with Paul here. Uh, that's another thing that, guess what, is these these people that he helps you go through the trenches. It's a relationship and it's a powerful deal that we now help each other. Yeah. So you, I remember like <clears throat> well after the fact, I think you were back in town or whatever, and you made me me emotional because you, you said I, I didn't think I was doing anything, you know, outstanding or, you know, I was just trying to help out a buddy, help out a brother. Mm-hmm. I, I don't, We didn't really know each other. I was just trying mm-hmm. to help out another guy. Um, when you were going through all that and you told me, you're like, you know, you, you told me that I had helped you out more than I could, could know. And I, yeah. I had no idea. And I think that's one of the things that we don't understand what God does. Yeah. And he's, he sets these guys in front of you. And sometimes it's just the words that build us up. Yeah. Uh, you know, the, I, I feel in debt to you. This is one of the things that we don't know each other. Uh, as much as that we should, but because I, I travel quite a bit, but it was something that in that time you were, God, you were a rock to me. Yeah. That's where I'm like, and there's a, quite a few guys that came up and just right beside me, you know, that I can come in and Arkansas has become my home. Uh, and these guys are some powerful guys that I come back and visit and they're just brothers. I show up, I knock on the door, I walk in the door and it's like uh, it's family, and I feel that it's something that God does. It's He sets you up with these people. Yeah, uh, you know, I have a, a good friend named John right now, and he, I feel like he became my father here in Arkansas. Another, you know, Mike is another guy that says you changed my life, or you helped me, and you does. I don't. I we don't do any of this, but I feel like you have to let the Holy Spirit yeah. guide you in. <clears throat> And let and let him talk. Yeah, one of the the last time I think it was right before you left, um, we had lunch after church. Mm-hmm. I remember, and uh, it was right right around the time the whole thing was going on in mm-hmm. Afghanistan. Yeah, and obviously being uh, an Afghanistan veteran, um, it was bothering me quite a bit, and it still does to an extent. <clears throat> um, but while we were having lunch, you know, I was talking to you about mm-hmm. it and you know, you know, you were just basically like, yeah, it's God's plan. And it was, I, I think if anybody else would have said that to me, I don't, I don't know. I probably would have been like, whatever, dude, but just the way you said it in that moment where we were and everything, I was just, it was just so profound for me. And it just felt like a weight coming off my shoulders. Release. And, um, like I said, it still bothers me some, but like, like I said, in that moment, that release was just unreal. And like, that's one of, that's one of my favorite memories with you because yeah. in that moment, I definitely needed it. Just like, you know, I didn't realize you needed me more than just my muscles to help you move all your crap around. <laughs> it seems, seems like every time you come to town, that's what I'm doing. I'm moving some of your stuff around, but, <laughs> but uh, it is. And that's, I think this is when we let the Holy Spirit talk. We don't have, I think we complicate this being a, as a Christian uh, as who we are. And we got to do all these things. No, if we actually listen to God, and this is one of the things that's going through this has helped me to listen to the Holy Spirit more. Yeah. Because you know what? He's constantly talking to you. 
uh, I get to travel when I'm out here by myself and stuff, but it's uh, the, the time that you have and God wants you to be alone. It, it says, and I remember this now all the time, it sits still. Yep. And that it's, it's very tough how many people are running from this because yep. God's trying to talk to you. Uh, and we stay so busy with everything in the world. And I got all these hobbies because I don't want to listen to God. Yeah. And so listening to him, it helps me. One of the things is that we don't have to do anything. Is that he's going to work through us like that word. It's, it's, it's his plan. It is. I, what I went through was his plan. And I can say, you know what, thank you. Because what's happened to me now, I'm like, wow, this has changed my whole life. Yeah, you were, you were essentially, <laughs> you were divorced. You were homeless. You were jobless. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't think I even realized. I don't even, in that moment, mm-hmm. I don't even think I knew that, mm-hmm. that you, were, you weren't working. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't, like... <laughs> You know, thinking back on it, like how blind, you know, for me to think you had already found another place to live and everything. Nobody, but, but that after that lunch that day, yeah, I, I think you were between like two different offers, job offers yeah. you had. Yeah. And it was amazing because, you know, that day that I the divorce was finalized, I got a job offer. Yeah. And a matter of fact, I had Chris and Nick said, hey, we got time off. So we sat down. I think you were there for also for that. Yeah. I needed that. Support. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We went to uh, yeah. nachos. Yeah. yeah, I needed that sit down. Yeah, I, That's I, right that was there. random. I was just, I think. Yeah, it was a random yeah, deal. I was like, hey, who's, yeah. who's, I was, I think I was yeah. supposed to be at work. Actually. Yeah, <laughs> but that time, what do you call it? Those guys stepped in and that was a life lift, lifting up. Yeah. Because I got that and I got a phone call from the pastor also out of uh, Knoxville, Tennessee. And he was asking me how I was doing. Yeah. And I'm like, all these things were stepped up right mm-hmm. there that I'm like, wow. Uh, and this job took off. And man, I can tell you this job that I have now is it's very, in, it's not even a job. Yeah. You know, I know I, I, I've, I know I've texted you from time to time. What are you doing? You're like taking a nap. <laughs> it's like 11 o'clock in the morning. Yeah. Take naps. <laughs> working hard. Yeah. Working hard. It's. You know, you got a hundred million dollar job that I'm running and I'm yeah. like, this is, am I, am I qualified for this? Yeah. Uh, but one of the things that I, I look at is God sets you where he needs you. You just got to be open to receive what he, and one of the things that I look at, I wasn't honest in my last relationship because I should have said something a long time ago. I wasn't honest with myself. Yeah. You know, and we're not honest. And I think this is where, what are the things that I learned is open your mouth. You know, if something's wrong, say it's wrong because God's telling you, you can feel the energy. And when you come into a room, when things are not right, what is that? Is that the energy or is that the Holy Spirit? You know, we can go every which way, but who is actually paying attention? You know, you feel that stuff that's wrong. It's wrong. Or that love that needs to be loved. You know, like like the guys that I see now is I can walk into their house and it's just automatic. uh, uh, I love you, brother. And, mm-hmm. and that's what I've learned is also to say, I love you. Yeah. And, and the, the communication thing is <clears throat> for any relationship, right? Yeah. Brother, mother, yeah. wife, yeah. You know, spouse, whatever, you know, it, it's just opening your mouth and speaking. And yeah. especially, um, we were talking about it earlier. I've, 
been in situations where looking back, I nothing too crazy, but I, I know I need to start just opening yeah. my mouth in these situations to help out other Christians, um, just other people in general. Yeah. You know, just, you know, hey, you probably shouldn't have said that. You probably shouldn't be looking at those things. Probably shouldn't be doing those things. Not that I'm, you know, we're not perfect. I'm not, I'm not Christ. Yeah. I never yeah. will be. Yeah. Just trying to be more Christ-like, and I need to keep and keep some of my brothers yoked that yeah. way too. Just, and that's all you're called to do is show that love. Yeah, you know, and some people are not equipped for, to for, to take this love. But guess what? As long as, long as you did what God called you to do and present it with the love, the rest of it doesn't matter because He's going to take care of that. Mm-hmm. And I, I feel that right now in what we have going here is everybody's a Christian. Everything that's happening around the world, and guess what? Everybody's a Christian. Are they really Christians? Have they really received a gift? Mm-hmm. I know we all said a prayer, but has that gift been given? Because if that gift has been given, the churches would be blown up. Yes, they could. we could say they're full, but are they really? Right. Is there really life there? Yeah. You can see it in people. You can see two, they, you know, your stats, as they say, is 20%. Is it two? I, I'm looking at it like 2%. You watch the people. Are they happy? Yeah. Or is there, or where is their life? They're just checking boxes until it affects you. Like, so what, so what I was doing in that marriage is I was checking a box. Yeah. Until it affects you, you're going to say something. And that's the sad part. Mm-hmm. That That's where we're getting to until this, whatever happens here in the world, and affects you, that's when we reach out to God. Yeah, I think just our society lets the world get in the way mm-hmm. of doing the Christian Christian things we should be doing. Yeah. Like I said, like, well, you know, I don't need to say this to so-and-so because, yeah. you know, they might get offended. Like, oh, you know, stay in your lane type of thing. Mm-hmm. And, you know, <clears throat> it, even if they react that way in that moment, it's that seed is still planted yeah. where they might, like, come back. A day later, a week later, a year later, yeah. like, hey, bro, and, you were right. I'm sorry. Even if it's planted, somebody else will come by there and water it. Yep. And that's the thing is we don't know. Yeah. You know, God's given us all a gift. And that's one of the things is that gift or what are you really doing what you're called to do? Yeah. And I think this is where, you know, I'm to the fault. I guess what? Sometimes you're like, man, I should have said something. Mm-hmm. But we just let these people go down the wrong road. Yeah. So, yeah, so you got a pretty cush job. Oh yeah, traveling a lot. Yeah, what? But you there is a you, you did <laughs> you spent some of that that, that money yeah. on uh, some stuff. I've taken a lot of programs to grow to uh, help men. So yeah. I went out and got my certification uh, life coach for men. So I do have quite a few guys that I do sit down and talk. Uh, cause we have, we all got some issues that we're not actually talking to. We're not the emotions is one of the things that I can tell you is that, you know, we're programmed to be, we don't have emotions. Guess what? I'm a, I'm a freaking cry baby now mm-hmm. going through all this, that <laughs> it's opened up and guess what? It's these emotions. God gave them to you for a reason. Yeah. So when we're storing all the stuff, it's, you know what, when you hold everything in, it's going to come out tomorrow. And that's not eventually. Yeah. Yeah. It's going to come out, and and here's the thing: they might even have to open a open surgery, uh, open that heart up yeah. to release that stuff. And that's the sad part. That's where yeah. these guys are going. That's where we're going as men. 
because we're not processing correctly. We're not processing the emotions, the feelings they're talking about because we're scared. And that's, I think, a lot of it is that we're getting killed by pride. Yes. Pride is what's the number one killer that I I notice even even with our life. I can't say anything because there are people are going to know that I'm going to be in trouble, that I have some issues, that I have a major sin here. We're scared to say anything. You know, mm-hmm. all that's going to come out. So that's what I, I can't say how much. Don't be scared. Yeah, that's that's the big thing. And um, especially in my my world between yeah. military and law enforcement, you were talking about mm-hmm. it uh, mm-hmm. earlier. You know, it. I didn't know this, but um, in the law enforcement aspect, I didn't think about this. Mm-hmm. If if a guy's having trouble and they say something they might be put on administrative leave is mm-hmm. what you're telling me somebody you know and then because they're afraid of the liability if yeah. something happens and they're like well he was going through this yeah. so guys are not only afraid like just from you know yeah. I train police officers so they're afraid to have to use force in mm-hmm. situations mm-hmm. they're afraid of the backlash if they use force because we saw how the world burned a couple yeah. of years ago yeah they may have saw something. They're afraid to talk to their spouses, uh, you know, their significant others, mm-hmm. uh, men, women, both sides, you know, both, you know, do the, uh, the job. And then, you know, they're, they're afraid to talk to anybody about it because of what, you know, backlash. That's <clears throat> similar to like in the military, um, you know, we were just told, you know, just drink water and drive on, you know, suck it up, yeah, rub some dirt on it, yes. all those things. And, yes. and, that's why both of those career fields have the highest suicide and divorce rates. Yeah. And you yeah. wonder why. Yeah. I have quite a few guys that I sit down and talk right now too about this, of them stepping over a dead body, brain yeah. scattered all over. Yeah. And they're still eating their sandwich. And then guess what? They got to come home and hold it together. Yeah. And, and hold the, you know, the, hold all that emotion inside that they can't let their wife understand. Yeah. And that's something that I go out and talk about is, hey, well, let's talk about these. Where are you at? Most guys can't don't know how to do that. We don't know how to leave that space for them to breathe, yeah. to be themselves. You know, and that's something that's been a bit big. Uh, it's been tough for me. I, I can tell you that because a lot of emotions go through this. Yeah, but and uh, I'm learning how to disconnect. Because learning that God's got them, mm-hmm. all I got to do is help them release some of it. That's good. And that's, uh, it releases, you know, that's the thing is that when we don't want to do something, there's joy that comes out of it. Yeah. Uh, I can tell you that going through this is, uh, it was a lot of joy that came out now and it's, I can breathe and, you know, um, it's, it's in the relationships even grown with my Lord and stuff. It's just to go out. Okay. I'm called to do this. Yeah. So it's been, uh, it's been good. It's, uh, my job is even in trouble. They expect me to travel every two weeks on vacation and, uh, <laughs> I'm running out of places and I'm running out of, I'm running out of friends to go visit. Yeah. And, uh, so anybody wants to go to Cabo. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. So, yeah. We, uh, we were going to go, but now I got to go to Florida for work, but, yeah. um, Man, that's awesome that you're doing that. There's, you know, I've, I've lost, I was thinking about this the other day because it's that time of year. Um, we, I, I played 
hockey yeah. uh, disabled yeah. veterans hockey team back yeah. in Michigan, and um, around this time, it was right. It was right. Yeah, it was right yeah. before COVID. Yeah, uh, we we had a couple guys take their life. Wow. And you know, even it's it's the one guy. Um, the signs were there. Something was said on Facebook. You know, some of the other guys called local police and had him mm-hmm. go out there and he's like no i'm good and then you know that evening he took his life mm-hmm. yeah um, just opening up it, yeah you know like it, and at first i was angry with the the cops for not you know but they're not they're they're not social workers mm-hmm. they're not therapists right. they're not they're going through the same yeah. crap yeah. you know we're as sure. we're sitting here talking yeah. about this you yeah. know looking back they're going through the same crap mm-hmm. you know if you know a guy says he's all right you're gonna you take him to take the word yeah. you're gonna you know but, drive on and um you know, that's kind of part of the reason I wanted to do this podcast. It's just if, if any anything that's heard on any of these episodes can help any guy, mm-hmm. even any woman, because, you know, I do episodes with, mm-hmm. you know, Brittany or any relationship, if anything can help. Um, you know, I've talked to a few different guys mm-hmm. that I've gone to Man Alive with. Mm-hmm. You know, we yeah, went, we went. Yeah. <laughs> I talked about how I kidnapped my dad and brother. <laughs> um, but, yeah, it's just taking finding somebody you can talk to mm-hmm. yeah you know in in the law enforcement aspect your partner um you know your sergeant somebody right there's yeah. somebody Some, there somebody's out there a lot of it is it's you know most of what got to me is that until everything broke uh i reached out and i said man i can't figure this out anymore i've done this you know i've gone through the cocaine i did 15 or uh, 13 years of uh uh, cocaine use and guess what there's stuff you have to go back there and dig up in your life and i had done that and i felt you know i'm going here 15 years sober now and uh i didn't couldn't put all the pieces together like hey why doesn't my marriage keep falling apart uh you know what when you let the things slide and you expect the things to get better and uh and not listening to some of the people up higher uh, you know, listen to some of the pastors pointing things out. I never, I just let it fall apart yeah. until it, so taking these programs, I, you know, I took man, uh, man on fire also is another program that I've taken. Um, and those, those are until you until it wrecks yourself and you can't figure out pieces and you've lost relationships from the kids to the family to the parents to to the divorces and why they keep happening and or even girlfriends you end up reaching out and i think this is the toughest part is when these guys when we get there and we're actually losing something that really mattered like the marriage that was something that mattered to me because I couldn't get in. I, I couldn't figure the pieces out. Mm-hmm. That's when we'll they reach out. And some of them, they don't know where to reach out, especially the way we are programmed as men is we don't say anything, you know, for me is uh, I could go with my parents and looking at it. I could go out and get high. And it was, as long as I was at work tomorrow and mm-hmm. I better outwork everybody. So that's where my work ethic comes is that I'm going to outwork you. Yeah. No matter whatever you throw at me, I'm going to beat you because that's how you program. But some of these guys that were told to shut up as kids. Yeah. This is why they can't open up. This is why, uh, you know, got, they got shamed. Mm-hmm. You don't cry. I didn't know how to cry. Yeah. 
until I went to rehab. And then guess what? Now I, I cry, you know, I would cry all the time and I didn't understand. And I was going to go take medicine. And, you know, I had somebody reach out and said, you don't need that. So that's the thing is having these people to be able to communicate is the number one thing, especially right now uh, doing these, you know, podcasts and the guys that I go out and talk to is they just refer other guys that they're giving them that space to be able to let those emotions out Yeah, because they're hurt. They're hurt from the past. They don't know what it is. Mm-hmm. And we, you know, we can adjust all these things and we can pinpoint everybody. These are all the problems, but they're not, there's something else that's affecting it. Yeah. And that's where I believe the devil's winning because if I can go ahead and affect you while you're little, you drag that and I just make you useless and make you think you, that you're useless, yeah. which you're not. <clears throat> There's a, you're, you have one life and God's called you and has made you a special person. And I think that's where it's so important to be as a Christian and understand not even just being a Christian is a follower of God, Jesus, mm-hmm. because he's going to tell you who you are. Guess what? I was in that, that last relationship. I couldn't do anything right. Yeah. You know, I didn't even know how to be a Christian. And that was the thing is I, I don't, now, guess what? It's not all the rules. And that's where we're f- failing these people because we make them rules. You have to do this and this. Yeah, it's religious. It's yes. not Christianity. Yes. Yeah, that's that's a, that's a big place where people... They struggle because yeah. we're shooting these guys because you didn't well, and, follow And kind of those can, can kind of tie together, right? Like <clears throat> I know uh, when I was in the military, I was not christian at all um had a very similar outlook as i'm sure a lot of people do right now about christianity like oh they just want my money they just yeah you know they're whatever you want to call it um so i'm not gonna waste my time and then same thing right like guys they they're not willing to try something um that they think's not gonna work Right, you know, a lot of people are afraid to even try church because of the all these things they have, all these ideas they have around it. Yeah. And same thing with, you know, m- men's Reach mental out. health is. Yeah. Well, I don't, you know, everybody fears the unknown. Mm-hmm. The beginning yeah. of well, COVID was scary, but it well, wasn't that men, big of a deal, right? <laughs> yeah, for men, what do you call it? For for men, is what do you call it? We're we're supposed to be the head of the household. How do we hold that piece together? Yeah. When guess what? I'm in trouble. How do I reach out? Now, if I reach out, what's my wife going to say? Hey, I, I got some issues and I should have all the stuff together. I think that's another lie that we're actually as men carrying. Yeah. And Com- I look at comparison is the thief of joy. Yeah. You know, and that's, that's, that's a huge, like with all this, right? Men like, oh man, I should, you know, my partner speaking of law enforcement my partner's got it together i should have it together but yeah. they might be more broken than yeah, you that's the thing but this that show that we're my showing. oh my pastor's got it together yeah he's not gonna want to help me he, yeah. they might be more broken than you yeah, yeah they need that yeah. everybody needs each other yeah i was trying to go it is yeah it's <clears throat> amazing things once you let god akin to your life and i i can tell you that you know going 15 years sober now and when he changes, when he comes into your life, I can tell you things are going to change. Yeah. But that's that pride is, you know, 
how do you give up control to something that you can't understand or even going into the doctor once he tells you that you're in trouble and we don't understand any of that because we were told not to cry and just throw dirt on it and we don't we can't put dirt on it now we're in trouble yeah because now i i've lost control of this situation mm-hmm. and i was going to go to this is and if you're not able to be do that at your home with your wife yeah because your wife came from a rib and that heart of that man needs to be protected. So if you don't have that woman that's protecting that heart, because mm-hmm. that rib, that rib is around your, around that heart. And yeah. if you don't have that woman, that is that rib and not protecting that heart, this is where you're in trouble as men. Yeah. Yeah. I know. With the way society is, um, women having a more dominant role in relationships, and I, I, I've said it like the Bible is a guidebook. It is. It's <laughs> like you know, it's the rule book. You know, by no means yeah. am I like you know. I'm very, very fortunate. Brittany is mm-hmm. awesome, mm-hmm. but she knows what her role yeah. is. Yeah, that's just another. as I know what my role is. Not like. From a leadership standpoint, if it's a big decision, I don't just make it without yeah. consoling with her. Mm-hmm. You know, we, we talk about it and then we make yeah. the decision. But when you have these relationships where the female has a louder voice mm-hmm. and is making the decisions. A lot of it is it has to have that balance. Yeah. That's the thing is even in our lives, if we don't have that, if we're not taking care of our health, we're not taking care of our bodies, we're not taking care of. You know, the, the, even in the relationships, if she's not putting in the correct energy or you're not putting in, you put it this way, the woman can feel if she's, if she's putting more energy out there and she's got to be the masculine man's got a problem there Mm -hmm. and he ain't stepping up. So that's where you have to figure out how to balance that out. Somebody's got to step up. So if you're having some issues in a relationship, figure out the energy, who's a, who's a strong one. And guess what? Some, some, some people are going to have to step over. Some of them have got to step down. Yeah. If not, that thing's is set up for disaster. It ain't done. It, it hasn't wrecked itself yet, but give it some time. <laughs> it's going to get there. Yeah. It's going to break. It's only a matter of time. So all you're doing is lying to yourself, thinking it's going to get better. Yeah. See you. Yeah. It, the man is called the lead. Yeah. You know, and, and, um, no, I'm not. And, like you're saying is yeah. sometimes you have to step up more yeah. to help out your wife yeah. and vice versa. The yeah. wife, you know, sometimes has to step up, you know, it's not, you know, I think that's where a lot of people get it twisted too, is like, they think it's, Oh, the wife just stays in the kitchen, mm-hmm. you know? And I, I, I can tell you what do you call Just the way I was raised, it was this way. Yeah. And uh, you know what? It's, the problem is when you have a different culture, a different person that comes in your life, it's that, that got shift. That yeah. culture deal is out. Okay. Yeah. And that's where it's, it's got to get, you know, how to get it, you know, yeah. but there's, it, it's just knowing what you're, where you're at, you know, in, that, in your energy, are you, which, where are you at? Mm-hmm. You know, if you're getting bossed around if, and you're supposed to be the boss, there's a problem there. Yep. Somebody's not doing what they're supposed to be doing yeah. or somebody don't know, or somebody doesn't want to back down or somebody don't trust you. Right. It comes down to it. Yeah. I've, uh, there's some, some relationships, uh, that I can think of where 
some that have failed already and some that are, mm-hmm. you know, heading down a path where it's, 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 it's only know, a matter of time. I can tell you that. Yeah. That, you got to You got to take the reins and, you know, it, um, <clears throat> there's a, there's a stat out there. Um, I, roughly, I think it's, if the man is going to church, mm-hmm. yeah, it's like 80% chance like that yeah, yeah it's like really that. high that yeah. the rest of the family is yeah. going but if they're not going there's only 11 percent chance yeah. that the family's gone yeah it's like well you know that's 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 part of it yeah you know and that also kind of ties in with the rest of it too right you yeah. gotta be um like i said it's a guidebook yeah it is <laughs> in yeah. the word and but, you know a lot of it is so I, I was, i've been going through what i went through is i can tell you what y'all i had to lean i was already I can say I was doing church. I was doing this, but I thought I was doing good, but there's always improvement. I can tell you that there's always improvement. Mm -hmm. There's always things that you can adjust. And that's something that I've learned is that once you're, once you figure out, or once you're, you understand what God's doing in your life, the rest doesn't really matter Mm -hmm. because you're able to change. You're able to grow. And that's where I feel joy. Because you know what? I, I'm going through this. Perfect. What's the new thing? Mm-hmm. There's a better idea. There's a better thing. There's something new or something better that's coming. You know, going through what I went through, I'm like, there's something better. Yeah. I don't know, but it's sitting down and waiting, you know. But looking at it, I'm like, man, it just, I've been enjoying this because it just the relationship that I have with Jesus now that I'm like, okay, he's in control. Yeah. Uh, and I'm not saying I'm perfect, but guess what? That's a sit down way. I, I can't tell you. I don't have to run crazy anymore. Mm. And that's, I can sit down and, you know, like they expect me to go on these, go, uh, go home. But I actually take off on beautiful places and I get to see all these things and go sit there and go, wow, this is what God wants me to do. Yeah. Enjoy this this time by myself in this or just just going to see new things it's been amazing i can tell you it's uh just what he's done and the growth uh and to be able to go out and help guys has been uh the joy that comes out of that yeah, and man. it's not even you doing like me and you sitting down and having this i don't know if i do anything but that, guess what if i if i just say what god says you know it releases stuff on people yeah. And are you doing that? Are you being the light that your God's called you to be? Mm-hmm. You know, that's been sometimes I, you know, the other day somebody goes, yeah, I went to Jared's church and I'm like, what do you do? I didn't, he goes, yeah, they said uh, they went to Jared's church. <laughs> sometimes I, I know what it was. I was out in Maine and a friend of mine called me and he was struggling and I got to sit there and talk into him and stuff. And I come back here and he goes, so a friend, he goes, yeah, heard you, heard your friend went to Jared's church. <laughs> it was on a Sunday. He didn't go to church, but yeah. he got to listen to me talk. Yeah. Uh, a good friend of mine, Rick. Yeah. So he's, uh, I come back to Cabot and then they, to find out that somebody went, that Rick went to Jared's church. And yeah. I'm like, man, I'm a total off in left field, but you know what? It's, that's that joy that you see that, oh, you know what I did? What he, I don't know what I said, Yeah, but it needed something, something got released there. Yeah. And that, and that's, you know, that's the big idea behind all this. Like I'm not 
trying to be some mega influencer or anything. Just like I said, if if, if this is gonna help mm-hmm. one guy, yeah, you know, one relationship. That's all it takes. Is you know, you know it, I was. Uh, I don't even need to know about it, but yeah. I, I feel like it's out there. One of the things I was coming here and I learned this: it takes. So you're born in one day, and you die in one day. Mm-hmm. All it takes is one day for this thing blow up. Yeah. But it, you know what? And God's the only one that can do that. And if we're doing what God's going to do, we're doing what God's called us to do. It's going to do what it's going to do. Yeah. It's already set up. He's already got you there. there. There's a great comfort in that if once you really accept it. Yeah. Like, um, I, it. I don't go in that road too much, but once you just let go mm-hmm. and let God have it, like a lot of things, a lot of other things stop mattering as yeah. much as they used to. They, they don't matter because if you understand that He's get it's already done, like He said, it's done. Yeah. So you're going to get what you're going to get. The problem is, are you happy with what you get now? Yeah. You know, yeah, I don't want to go through this, but I need you to go through this so I can get you to the other side. Yep. I need to get you over on the other side of the river because of your enemies don't know how to swim. You know, mm-hmm. I need you to get over here because I need you to get away from this stuff. Yeah. And that's, that's one of the things that I'm like, okay, is if it's meant to, so I try not to force anything anymore. Mm-hmm. It's just going to happen. Right. You know, it's going to happen. That lake property, it's going to happen. So the Porsche, it's going to happen. Yeah. You want a Porsche? <laughs> yeah. I think Nick's, I got two years, but he could put that together. Uh, you know, I need to, I'll be in prime time. So prime time. <laughs> That'd be my 5 Yeah. Uh, okay. I'd be 50. So what he got like, well. Yeah, you know what? I need a Porsche at 50. So you're just going to build a garage down here for your Porsche? <laughs> nah. <laughs> Shipping container houses. I already got yeah. part of them. So. Yeah. Yeah. Sweet. You know what? That's the thing is God's God's already got, and I. Well, that's one of the things that, I, even this job that I'm like, man, is this how it's supposed to go? Like I said, it's it is my hideout. It's, but it's, it's man, I'm, I feel happy there, especially when I get to talk to the guys. Pay attention because I've been through all their stuff. Hey, you guys might want to watch this. I got in trouble with $250,000 to the IRS. So you might want to pay attention to this. And I can even, I, we, we have meetings and I'll call you out. If you're on drugs, you're out. I'm not going to allow that. I've been through all that. I can see it. I, yeah. I can, I'll call you out a lie right there because guess what? I know where you're from. I know where you come from. So the, the, um, these jobs, that's a different crew each job? Yeah. It's not the same crew. It's, you so know, you're planting seeds all over the country. Oh, yeah. That's one of the things. Dang. Yeah. From uh, last year, a uh, hospital in uh, Miami's Bird, Ohio. From there in Kentucky, Florence, Kentucky, did a sort of a hotel there. So I'll send. It just depends what, you know, what they want me to be in charge. I framed that. I, I, I'm a, my background was a framing, so I still framed a, a seven-story hotel. Florence, Kentucky. And from there I did a hospital in uh, Miamisburg, Ohio, and then two public storages out in Maryland. And then, uh, they shipped me out there. I was out in Boston for, you know, seven story condos and they're like, Hey, it's time for you to go. I was one day I was driving to work four o'clock. I was in Boston and I was like, God, I, I just, I just want to go home. I didn't know where home was. Mm. 
and uh, four o'clock in the morning, and that was a Friday, and then Saturday I was no, that was a Thursday, and uh, Friday I flew out to Texas to go fishing with guys from high school, and they called me and said, "Hey, there's a job out in Colorado." And I was like, "Oh man, I don't want to go back to Colorado." I was embarrassed going through the divorce. I didn't want to go back to my church, and they were. But they opened, man, that was a good thing is they, I in, ended up getting shipped back to Colorado. I went back to my church, uh, my church, man, the, the love that they poured out to me, the, the sit down and stuff and, you know, the, the words and everything, they just picked me up and I feel like they put me, put me back together and get to work and the drive and stuff that these guys are just, they're at Life Fellowship, uh, you know, the sit down very powerful guys there. That's the guys that yeah, it's it's funny how God will just put you places because yeah. it wasn't your first job like right down the street from where your your daughter was hanging yeah. out to do a job. That's Miami Bird, Ohio. Yeah. So from first job they shipped me right there. Boom. My daughter's eighteen miles. I spent four months living with my daughter, me and my daughters and and that was probably at the toughest time in my life. And she my daughter would say, Hey dad, you gotta get up. She, she would get me up and we're going to do this and we're going to do that. We're going to Canada. We're going to, she just, she, guess what? Wherever she wanted, I, she drug me. She was, uh, <laughs> drug me there, but going back to Colorado, they shipped me and here I am. They, uh, I went there and here I am running a multi-million dollar project. And it's just like, wow. And, you know, in the last, I can't tell you in the last, year the last two years how much money these guys have poured in you know we're over two hundred thousand dollars they invest in me and i'm like who am i yeah you know who would it and i'm like uh, and but this is one of the things is god's already knows and he's going to put you where he needs you mm-hmm. and that's i can't tell you so powerful that it is to feel that that you are somebody and he says that but that's where i've been leaning on more is is his uh, verses, you're going to go through this, you know, everything, man. Romans eight twenty eight. It's not an accident. Mm-hmm. It just, I was like, wow, I, I've been able to hold on to these and keep going. All everything that we go through, it's not for nothing. Yeah, it's for somebody. That's another thing. Me going through this, I get to go sit sit down and talk to these people. Really? Yeah, that's what God said. You're going to go through this because you got to go help other. You got to go pull bodies out. Yeah, and I'm like, wow. You know what a story. They want man on fire. You got a story. Go tell it. Everybody got a story. Somebody needs that your story. Yeah, your your testimony yeah. could be a yep. part of somebody else's yeah. testimony. Your story. <clears throat> yep. Guess what, what? How many times did God say, "Hey, go out and tell him what I did"? Mm-hmm. I can tell you. I can tell you what He did. You know, 15 years ago, he sobered me up and said, here, and this is where you're going to go. Yeah. And I'm like, wow, this is, you know, but some people don't understand the power until you understand the power. And they're also afraid yeah. to let it in. Yeah. You're afraid because that means now, you got to give up. There's, I keep, I've, I've heard a couple of things lately, like, <clears throat> you know, everybody believes in Jesus Christ. It's written. Yeah. It's, everybody has it written in their hearts. Yeah, because you don't, when you get mad, you don't cuss by saying, yeah. Satan, damn it, yeah, or no. 
Buddha damn yeah. it. Yeah, you know. <laughs> or fill in the well, blank, that, right? That's what I'm saying. Is Who programmed that? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Even your breathing. Yep. When you breathe, that's what you're actually saying. So you, when you come into life, that breathing, when you breathe in and out, that says Jesus. Yep. And when you leave, that will be your last words. Mm-hmm. Breathing. That's your last words, Jesus, again. Yeah, people, uh, <laughs> but I, I was thinking about that because you know, I'll hear people, I, like in the gym, like, you know, yeah. saying Jesus Christ or this or that. I'm like, shaking my head. But then it makes me think of like, even if you don't believe in Jesus yeah. Christ, like you, you, do. you do. because you do. You're, <laughs> So taking these programs that I went to, you know, we're a bunch of guys that we got some problems. We yeah. finally realized, hey, we got, we got some issues, okay? I go to these things and it's, I know most of them that we, we can't talk about, you know, we got to respect. And I think that's yeah. where, that's where we have some major issues right now is we don't respect people. You know, if that's what he thinks, that's his deal. God's still working in that guy's life. Yeah. How many years were you, uh, how many years were I in left field? Yeah. And how many people would have just said, hey, you know what, that guy that can't get it together, see you later. Right. But somebody kept pouring into it. You know what? You can't. And that's the thing is that's where we're at is that, man, he's not a Christian, so I can't hang out with him. What kind of faith do you have? None. Yeah. Because that guy's going to take you and he's going to go drink and he's going to probably smoke weed. Is he going to take you down there? Is he is that how powerful your God is that he's going to take him down there and go get high? Mm. It's just ridiculous the way we think. And I can't get close to that guy because he's what that's that's how you all you're saying is that's how weak. My God is, or my faith is, that if I hang out with you, I'm going to go in the left field. Yeah. Who 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 Jesus hang out with? Yeah. That's the thing. Why do <laughs> Who made us better? Yeah. That's our thinking that's so off. We're just so close-minded. Yeah. You know, so I get to that, go. That's where, where religion gets in the way. When people are religious, like people yeah. and outside of Christianity and even Christians or you know any whichever denomination yeah. it, there's the rules there's the religion that people uh, like do and that's where the people that are afraid are not afraid but they're, not even they're weary yeah. about be, going close. to church yeah. because they see the religion yeah but if you take that religion out and you see what it's all about you know it's it's a whole like because I was the same yeah. way I had a um uh a lady um, an older lady that asked me to go to church and mm-hmm. I told her no a couple times yeah. and I was like, all right, finally, I'll, you know, to respect my yeah. elder, I'll go to church yeah. with you. And like within, I felt like within five minutes, they passed around the, the offering plate like twice. I'm like, see, they just want my money. Yeah. I'm like, yeah. they're just doing all this weird stuff. I was like, this ain't for me. And then, you know, year, you know, five years later, I finally figured it all out, yeah. but I can, I understand from yeah. that standpoint, but you know, if people, take the religion yeah. out of it and yeah. you know it's just like just like with it's, food right you, you you try different things until you figure out what you like yeah there's a billion churches yeah. on this planet there's and there's so going through the program that going man on fire is you respect mm-hmm. you know stand back give the give the guy space talk yeah let him talk because it doesn't have to line up with yours our stuff don't align up with god yeah we're trying to get it but what about if that guy's we don't know that. And that's the thing is I get to go sit down and talk now to some guys. And guess what? You respect them wherever they're at. Mm-hmm. They don't have to be where I'm at. You know what God's doing? They're, he's a special child in God's eyes. So he's got a different walk. 
but we try to keep them in that same walk. You got to follow me. And you know what? It's, it, it's, there's no following because he's a special person. Over there. Mm-hmm. It doesn't have to line up with your stuff. Yeah. And I think that's where we're having issues is that we try to line their stuff up with ours. Yeah. When we don't even have our stuff together. Right. This says something about, you know, uh, oh, I just, just read this verse too about, uh, pulling a log out of your eye. Yep. Um, yeah. Still, basically judging others yeah. when you're, you don't have yourself. When you got, yeah. you, when you have a bigger log in your eye. Yeah. <laughs> well, when you point your fingers, and so, you know, you got three pointing back at you. That's why you, yeah. you teach us in the military yeah. knife hand. <laughs> <laughs> I, that way, I was actually, what are you going to be talking about that plate? Uh, I had a friend and it's, it's kind of crazy because you, you see the, uh, the, um, I think God's always just laughing up there about us, but I was just thinking that, you know, the guy goes in praying, what do you call it? Hey, uh, uh, you were talking about that tithing stuff and, uh, the guy goes in there and he wanted to, he was praying for some money yeah. and they pass that money, <laughs> money tray over yeah. to him. He goes, <laughs> you know, yeah. how do you react? You know what? God, I was, this is what I was praying. And here's the, the tray just came over to him. <laughs> that, well, it, and it's funny. My my pastor yeah. buddy uh, just sent me that today. And yeah. Our friend, yeah. one of our mutual yeah. friends, that happened to yeah. like in church, but yeah. he it, he had like X amount of money in his yeah. pocket, like he was yeah. like, broke. Yeah. Like down to the, yeah. literally the money yeah. in his pocket was to pay a bill, and he just felt yeah. the the Holy God. Spirit like put that money yeah. in the tray. Yeah. It went around. The pastor's like. Is there anybody that, you know, is out of work? Yeah. Da, da, da. And his wife's, you know, elbowing him. Yep. Raised his hand and they gave him the offering plate. And then, like, people were handing him gift cards, like, because yeah. he was broke. But broke. that's the thing is, you know, when you listen, yeah. it just, what do you call it, happens. Mm-hmm. We don't understand it. We can, we can all, everybody wants it was lucky. You know what? No. I had a friend that uh, I remember that he was uh, gone to rehab. And it, this is, I think, second or third time. And he was praying. He goes, man, he got, he, you know, you get high. Okay. Everybody gets high. And it, you're going to end up getting tired of it. You're getting, you get sick and tired of being sick and tired of getting high. This guy, that's where he he got to. And I remember telling he's telling the story. He goes, <clears throat> man, I was so high. I was done. I couldn't do this anymore. And he goes, God, just, just help me. Just get me out of here. They kicked the door in. <laughs> Cops kicked the door in. Here's your sign. <laughs> Here's your sign. Yeah. I had a friend that I worked in construction. That was another guy that he goes, Jared, I don't understand this whole deal. I said, man, you just try it. Yeah. And this is where I I feel like I've been so blessed because to be able to see all the stuff that he does that I know that he's going to take care of this. Yeah. You know, it's not it's not going to be an accident. It's going to, it's, he's going to take care of it. But I had that friend that was driving. He goes, I don't understand all that deal, that, you know, nonsense. I said, just try it. Uh-huh. And uh, he come back the next time. And uh, he comes back and he goes, uh, Jared, I did that. And I asked, I said, show, give me a sign. And uh, he drove by that sign. That church had that sign. Here's your sign. He goes, there <laughs> is something out there. Yeah. And I was like, that's the thing. It makes me think of uh, Bruce Almighty. Oh, yeah. Where, <laughs> yeah. 
where he's yeah. like, just, oh, I just need a sign and yeah. like <laughs> turn back, there. stop, <laughs> like all the construction signs. Yeah. And, and that's the thing, like, right? If you're, if you're not actively open. seeking yeah. and open yeah. to it, yeah. you're not going to see them. No. If you're not plugged in, yeah. that's one of the things that we talk in these other groups is if you're not plugged in, you know, that we talk about, but you have to be plugged into the source. What's the source, you know, because nobody understands, you know what, if, if you're not plugged into the source, there's no Holy Spirit going to be giving you information. So are you really, are you really listening? Yeah. You know, are you really plugged in? And that's the thing is who's plugged in? Yeah. If you ain't listening, and if, but so you can walk around and look at the people. I, I, I sometimes I, I'm a people watcher, and I, I'm like, man, what is going on? I want to know what 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 what's happened. Mm-hmm. But these guys are walking around here dead. Go to church. You want to see dead people? Right there. <laughs> hey, yeah. only the, like they said, they said twenty percent to or two percent. I'm not for which one they said, but you can tell them who's connected. Yeah. Who's connected? Who who figured out who got the gift? Right. Because the rest of them are dead. There's no smiles. There's nothing. There ain't no shake. There's nothing. Just put my head down. I got to do my time and walk out because my wife wants me here. Or they're <laughs> yeah putting on a mask. Yeah. Putting yeah. on their Sunday best when yeah. they're actually struggling the most. Yeah. I said something. I made a post earlier yeah. about that. You know, one of the toughest things is you know looking at yourself in the mirror. Oh yeah. The, that's a, you want to see if there's a problem. Look in the mirror. Yeah. You can't even see who's in that in those eyes. Mm-hmm. That's the thing. Is you can't see that person in your eyes. Yeah, there's a problem. If you got some some dark eyes, you got a problem. <laughs> <laughs> you might want to see what's yeah. you want. You know what? Nobody wants to look at that stuff. Yeah. You know, going through the uh, professional what do you goes professional drug addicts. You know, I can tell you that's where I was. Uh, and uh, that's something that now I, you know, I go talk to myself in the mirror. You know, I'm I'm doing good. Yeah. I'm doing wonderful. And guess what? Uh, as long as I'm doing what God's called me to do, I'm doing wonderful. Yeah. And that's the thing is I learned that uh, until I got sober, how bad I was hiding from myself because I didn't want to see that. You don't want to see that. You don't yeah. want to see who that real person is. You don't like that real person or that person there. That's what I, that's yeah. what I was talking about in that yeah. post today. Yeah. You know, people either are looking in the mirror and, you know, like me, mm-hmm. for me, uh, I still see who I used to be, mm-hmm. you know, small, you scared little boy. Yeah. That's, but that you, now you know how to feed that guy. Yep. You, now you know how to carry him, but you got to get there. Yep. And some, some of us don't want to. Yep. You and know? you got the the guys like you were talking yeah. about. You you were afraid to look in the mirror, yeah, yeah. because I, you I, know you've hurt yourself. You know yeah. you probably hurt some oh, friends yeah. and I family. Hurt a lot of people, yeah. And if you look in the mirror, you're gonna have to face that. Yeah, I had to get there. Yeah, you know, like right now is like how I got to where I got to is I for, I can tell you what do you call and, and this probably hurt some guys. How many times have you guys ever heard your father say you've done a good job? Yeah. That was my, that's my, one of my crutches that I have. And it's just, it's not, I can tell you my father loves me, but when they don't know how to say that, they don't know. Yep. And that's a tough piece there to, uh, the father to wound. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. And how, how many guys have that? That's why, what do you I got to, I got to do this. I got to do it. You know what? No, the problem is that guess what? 
I learned that my to forgive my father and to move my things. And it wasn't that he did anything. It was something I created. Mm-hmm. You know, I had to do this. I had, guess what? Uh, nobody out. My father, what do you call it? Uh, I had to outwork everybody. I can tell you, I can outwork anybody. You put me in there, I will do laps around you mm-hmm. because that's how I was programmed. So it's just, and you throw me in any, any kind of hole, you can take all my stuff away. Guess what? It doesn't matter because I'm going to come back twice as hard. Yeah. That's, that's what, that's what my father put in me. Don't matter where you go through how many, guess what? I can tell you, I've racked my life a lot, but I can tell you God's, I can say God's got a bigger plan. There's a bigger picture. Mm-hmm. There's a bigger thing that he wants me to do. You know, even so, like I said, one day it's, it'll all be there. That's it. So, so, so one of the things I've been, I ask a lot of the guys on here is um, like, what, what do you believe a masculine Christian man is? What's that look like to you? Uh, masculine man come home to his wife. Okay. And, and be able to just tell her the wife, uh, you know, because we don't know, we don't like to come home and talk. No, we got fifteen words. And if yeah. you, see you, hun, in the morning, yeah. and guess what? Everything's fine. And what time's dinner? Yeah. I'm gonna go take a shower, and that's it, right, Brittany? <laughs> so fifteen words, but I think a lot of it's coming home and being able to express yourself, uh, hun. This is how my day went. Uh, and guess what? This is, uh, this, these guys yelled at me and this is how they made me feel because that's tough, you know, yeah. uh, the feel these emotions and stuff. And this is that way, at least she understands where you're at. Okay. Yeah. Because that's a big piece. Now she knows how to hug you and how to hold you and stuff like that. Because I, for me, I'm a big teddy bear and I, I want that. I, I'm especially when my love uh, uh, love language is touch. You know, mm-hmm. I want to hug. I want to come home and hug. And like I said, most of the guys that know me, I'm guess what? I'm probably going to go hug you. I'm going to hug because that's something I need. And that's how many, how many guys don't know how to hug. That's yeah. another piece that is very important is if you ain't hugging, what's the problem? What are you holding back? What's, what's keeping you from hugging? Because you need that, mm-hmm. you know? And that's one of the things that I see is there's something there but I, I think coming home, talk, being able to talk to your wife and tell them, hey, this is how I feel and this is what's going on. And I, you know what? Not today. Or just to be honest is I only got 20%. Can you help me with the rest? Mm-hmm. Can you do the 80 today? You know, and I think that's being honest with yourself and to be able to just point things out. You know what? That made me feel this way. I didn't do any of these things that I can tell you that. Guess what? My next relationship, I'll be able to do. My wife and my next one, what do you call it? And, and if I get a next one, that's another thing is right now I'm enjoying life that, you know what, when she comes, she comes. Mm-hmm. So I think it's being able to just pour out your heart into communi- communication. And I think there's a topic that you guys should also touch every once in a while or different topics. What's love mean? What's, mm-hmm. you know, uh, what's this do to you and where's this coming from? That's, I think that's being able to, uh, to feel that and be able to be in the word together and to pray together and to hold each other and to be excited and to serve in the church is number one. That guess what? So those people get to see that love that people don't get to see. And that, another one, you better touch at church. 
because we're so programmed not to touch. <laughs> like I can't touch you. We're at church, you know. What's what is that? Yeah, I don't know. We do. We're yeah. We're, we're either That's, hugging I, on each other or yeah, poking each other or seen, pushing each other. Seen you guys, but I see you guys love and stuff like that. You know, don't make no noise with the bowls and stuff. You know, I got to give you a kiss and <laughs> so just stuff like that. But you know what? That's that love. Yeah. I, I, you know what? The touch and love and that's that Christian. That man is that show that love and be honest with yourself. Yeah. yeah. And guess what? Let's talk about what the word says. Where did this come from? Yeah. You know, I, that's what I look at now is, okay, well, let's figure out where, where this is coming from. Uh, like I feel, I feel stronger in the, in the word, but I still got ways. I still got, I still got one or two items I got to work on. <laughs> right. Always will. Yeah. yeah always that, that's, will. that's a big thing is the communication thing. That's yeah. the key to every yeah. relationship. If you're not I, talking to God, you yeah. don't have that relationship. Yeah. If you're not talking to your spouse. You don't have that relationship. Yeah. Work, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. It, it's going to fail. I think this is what, it, and this is what I, I've been able to evaluate is that God made that woman from your ribs. Yeah. And if you don't have her close to you, because she is the rib, right there to protect your heart. And if you can't open your heart to her, yeah, that's where that, how can she protect it? Cause she doesn't know what's around it. Yeah. So that's being honest and cleaning that stuff around her to be able to, you know, when I look at it, you're a vessel. Mm. And if you're taking that word, that word's got to come out. So, if, and it's got to, God wants that heart. So if you haven't cleaned that heart, you haven't taken care of that little boy, you haven't cleaned that stuff out. Mm. You still got a lot of junk around there. And can't talk to your wife and stuff like that. You got problems, so I got a lot of problems. But we all do. <laughs> so. All right, brother. Well, that was good, man. Yep. I appreciate you coming coming down. You you only pop in for like five minutes at a time, and uh, right. usually usually hit me up just to help you move stuff when you're yeah. in, when you're, when you're in town. I, hey, I'm I'm done moving. Yeah, okay, I'm, I'm all excited. In six about months. It. In six months from now, you're like, hey, Paul. No, I need to- no. Ain't no more, man. Guess what? The next one, I'll be moving there to, down to that lake. And guess what? Yeah, my, yeah. You know what? You might have to help. Me yeah, down see, there. see. I told now, you. No. you know, I'll tell you something. I have not touched a tool uh, since I've gone through the divorce and stuff. So tools are not my thing, and that's all you get to move now. If oh, you notice, that's all, all the light tools. stuff. Yeah, uh, yeah. It's, <laughs> it's tools. I haven't been able to, and that's something that I'm working on is doing a different career in my life. To guess what? I don't need to. I don't need to touch a tool. That's good. But that's it. That, I feel that's a gift, and that's something that you know what? I'll use that down the road. Love so, it. All right, brother. So, what I asked yeah. too is uh, my guests just pray out the episode, and we'll yeah. wrap it up. Yeah. Dear Heavenly Father, I give you thanks in for this brother, and just thanks and just the words that uh, that go through this t- podcast and just go out and touch the world. And uh, you know. Pray that we glorify you in every way, and we know that you are in control, and you will take this to wherever it needs to go. And I thank you for this family, and um, man, I can't thank you enough for everything that the trials that we go through. Because I understanding that you want us to grow, you got to break that light stick every once in a while. So, thank you very much, and thank you, Paul. I love you guys, and I love you guys out there. If you guys need any help, don't be afraid. Paul's got a phone number. We can do his talk. We can sit down. If you need to meet, I can come out and meet. So, so we'll go from there. Love you guys. All right, man. All right, y'all have a good one. God bless.